On this episode, Dude and Brett sit down with Sam and dive into five different larceny barrel proofs. Tune in to find out which ones, what they were, and what we think on this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, do you want to support our podcast? Do you like bourbon gear? Visit our website at www.bourbonhunters.com to buy some of our custom bourbon gear and support the podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. <laughs> you just heard Brett pull a Tyler and uh, start talking as soon as I hit the record button. Uh, today we have myself and you heard Brett. Oh, Brett Bryan. Sorry, I thought you were pointing at our, <laughs> our guest. Sorry. And our guest. I, I'm Sam Shaw. Sam Shaw. Longtime host, first time listener. Yes, something like that. Um you can switch those if you... Oh, I am. <laughs> You're driving. Uh, so today we're doing larceny barrel proofs. Um, we've got four of them to go through. Plus, we're doing a little bonus of a barrel proof that I got from the Udo Bourbon at the distillery. You put a hit on this thing, too. Yeah, I've had it for a few years now. I, I got it the year that... Um, I think I got it the year that you... Yeah, did, it says 22. Didn't go. No, you didn't go in 21. Yeah, that's correct. And in 22, Jason and I went on a barrel pick and then afterwards went to okay. do that. That's where that's from. So it was like March. I think it was after we went to Lux Row. Yeah. Mm. We went to Lux Row to do the uh, Mash and Journey, uh, Ezra, and um, the Weeded, the uh, Rebel. Yeah, man, I'd like to get another 10-year Rebel from Lux Row. Well, our trip's coming up soon. We need to talk the deets on that offline. That was the plan tonight. And Tyler decided not to show up. Hmm. So. I guess I'll talk deets, and uh, I will take his spot. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> that's part of the conversation is who all is going. Um, <clears throat> all right. So moving ahead. We're doing larceny. In the glass right now is my Udo bourbon. Uh, it is – does it have an age statement on it? I don't know if it says the age on it or not. It does not. But what are the what are the details? The deets on it. So the proof is one twenty four point nine. That translates to sixty two point four alcohol by volume. Unless you're looking at Tyler's bottle, where he mixed up the proof and the <laughs> ABV. It was bottled on one twenty seven twenty two. Just so you know, bottled so Jane, or barreled? This says bottled on. Oh yeah, it wouldn't have been barreled. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I hope very it's very short-lived bourbon. Yeah. Was it, was, it barreled, in, was it in January that I did that? It was right. It was a month after our trip. Wow. Unless you don't know wow. your months. No, that's correct. Them. It's correct. <laughs> well, I don't think there's twenty seven months. Well, I mean, you, maybe I didn't you, write it European style. Maybe you're confused and you think that June is the first month, not January. <laughs> well, it was definitely. I thought it was February, so January is probably correct. I just. Uh, I also feel like how many stops into the Bourbon Trail he true. is could dictate his uh, grasp. It was, it was on the third. What day it is? It was definitely the third. So it could be anything. We did uh, Luxro had uh, six samples while we were at Luxro. Uh, picking barrels for both Ezra Brooks and for, and they were cask strength, and for um, Rebel. Then we went to, after that, uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company, 
And that's where the uh, guy from Bardstown Bourbon Company gave me that collaboration bottle. Oh, that's awesome. Before it released. And uh, he just snuck it into our gift bag. He's like, uh, yeah, you're going to need a new gift bag. And I was like, huh? And he put that in the, bo- in the bag, and we walked out with it. So that was nice. Um, and we also bought stuff while we were there. but So that's why we had a gift bag to sneak it into. But he gave it to us, walked away, said he had a meeting, and uh, – said you're welcome it's a way to do it like a boss man yeah. here take this amount well and we had been drinking and it was about a third third gone it was the stouted uh one oh from yeah that's the, so good founders founders yeah it was yeah. the founders one that's i like that was. one a lot so what do you guys uh so this is larceny uh, i'll talk more about larceny here in a second um but what do you guys get on the nose while we're getting ready to do that this is a very traditional bourbon to me very vanilla it's a weeder right it comes yeah. off like a weeder larceny's wheat yep his mother was a mother. His mother was a mother. <laughs> He's a weeder. And they actually use a pretty high percentage of wheat. It's 20% for their wheat, um, which is, you know, decently high. I think most of the weeders are like around the 16% range or something like that. So uh, it's it's up there. There's nothing unique that jumps out. It's, yeah. It's a traditional vanilla caramel. Well, and to be fair, I mean, uh, weeded bourbons <clears throat> are supposed to be softer. Yeah. So like, I get a little bit of cloves, but like it, it smells like bourbon. If you think of your yeah. average bourbon, like there's very nothing that I like what you said. Nothing super unique about it. Were Not you, that that's bad. Yeah. Were you able to try this before you purchased Not that it? There's anything wrong with that? Yeah. So the Udo bourbon. So let, let's. Oh, talk that's about right. That. I've never mind. I'll, so let me uh, talk about Larceny first, and then I'll talk about the Udo bourbon experience, and then we'll go into the the rest of the tastings. So Larceny is a brand that was created uh, to honor uh, the. I guess it's the legacy or the the mythology or the legend or whatever you want to call it of John E. Fitzgerald. So if you remember John E. Fitzgerald, there's Old Fitzgerald bourbon, which is also a wheat, mm-hmm. same brand, uh, Heaven Hill, which is who does larceny. Um, but originally, the story goes that John E. Fitzgerald was a uh, bonded <clears throat> warehouse uh, security guy. So he was a bonded officer. And uh, he had the keys to the warehouses where they were stored, where the, uh, the bonded warehouses. And uh, he would start to thieve, go in and thieve and taste. And, and then whichever ones he liked, he would take a jug and fill it with thieved bourbon from that barrel that he liked. And so when they turned around and started getting into these barrels to bottle them, they noticed they were lighter. And the ones that were lighter happened to be smoother and nicer tasting, and, and people just really enjoyed them. So they started calling them the Johnny Fitzgerald barrels, basically. <laughs> um, and so they, they kind of figured that he was, you know, lightening them. They weren't getting <clears throat> light naturally. Could you so, imagine just, like, walking around with a barrel thief, just, like, right? sampling shit through? I mean, and imagine how many barrels are in a warehouse. Like, you can't get to all of them, I mean, that's obviously. what a master taster does, yeah. Yeah. but they're not doing it uh, behind anyone's well, yeah. back. <laughs> they're doing it as part of their job. I mean, I think that really goes to show if you show up confidently. Well, he would do it in the middle of the night. So, if, but I'm sure he was confident. In the yeah, sure. I mean, oh, yeah. No one, <laughs> no one was questioning a bonded agent being, you know, at the warehouse because that's his job. So. And I love that they've like made a legacy of him, like and not it, a you like. You know what? It could all just be bullshit too. It, it might just be, be a made-up story. story. It's a good story either way. So larceny is the act of thievery, basically mm-hmm. stealing. Um, but I use the word thievery because of the way he would pull yeah. it out of the bottle or barrel. Um, so that's where the brand's name came from. If you look on the bottle, it's really cool. There's a keyhole on the front. 
and then looking through the bottle, if you hold it up and you're looking straight at it, through the keyhole, there's a key on the back of the bottle. Oh, and I so you can you can see the key through the keyhole. Now, that's the one I did, so it may not line up properly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the one I put my own stickers on, so it may oh, not line up you. well. But, uh, but yeah, so that's the idea behind it is, uh, you know, there's a lot of reference to the keys, um, the keyhole. Uh, larceny is a reference to the thieving or the, the stealing of the, the bourbon from Johnny Fitzgerald. Um, John Fitzgerald brand, the old Fitzgerald, was originally a brand that became very popular Somehow ended up under the Pappy <coughs> label, so uh, the Stitzel Weller label, basically. And if you go on the Stitzel Weller tour, one of the smokestacks there says Old Fitzgerald mm-hmm. down it. We took that, remember? Yeah, we did, yeah. We were pretty hungover. You were um, very hungover. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you go to Stitzel Weller, they still have the legacy of the Old Fitzgerald brand there. Um, but now, Old Fitzgerald, Larceny, that's all at Heaven Hill. So when you go to Heaven Hill, obviously they've got uh, a new museum there in the back. Um, if you do the You Do Bourbon, you can actually go through. It gives you access to the museum in the back. You can go through and check out all the stuff. And uh, they have a section for Larceny and Old Fitzgerald and the legacy of the legend, all that stuff. Uh, tells the story back there. The website does a pretty good job to it. Uh, they, they actually have some moving like videos, some moving pictures. Do you remember we did that last year on our trip? And yeah. that's when we had the COVID queen mm-hmm. that was like coughing, coughing and hacking the entire time. Oh, God. It she was, was awful. The, she was the person leading it. And yeah. And I didn't care. I I honestly am not. Someone that, filed a complaint. I They did. I forget who. Um, I'm actually not that concerned by that kind of thing. The And you remember Josh. Yeah. I think. And someone ended up with COVID after the trip. And I think it might have been Josh. And, uh, but yeah, she was coughing every other sentence. She had like a, she still had a body armor, uh, uh, drink over there with her. She was using the high over. But she was not in good shape, man. There was something going on with her. It was just like disruptive to be like someone that's, you know, presenting, hosting. She couldn't get through a sentence or two without coughing. And it was not good. It wasn't like, it was a phlegmy, nasty. And it was actually like a dry cough where she couldn't get the phlegm up, but the phlegm was there. That's you know, it was it was weird. But anyway, so the You Do Bourbon, I've done a few times. The very first time I did it, it was an amazing experience. They had four choices. So you go into the you go into the room. They had four choices for you. You had uh, Bernheim. You had uh, Elijah Craig. You had Larceny. And then you had the Heaven Hill uh, bottle that you could choose from. Now, they brought all of them out. They were specially batched for You Do Bourbon, and the batch numbers are Y something, and the Y is for You Do Bourbon. So if you see it, it says like Y122, I think, um, and that's what that's for, is the Y is for You Do Bourbon, and then the 1 is the month, and the 22 is the year. So when we went there the first time, they had the four options, those four different bourbons. You get to do a tasting. They tell you a little bit of a history. It's kind of a real quick history of Heaven Hill slash just what it takes to be bourbon, that kind of thing. They talk you through the tasting. And then after you go through the tasting, you get to go into the next room over. And if you want to, it's not included in the price. So it's like $40 for the tasting. But then when you go into the other room, it is... Um, the price of whatever bottle you choose. So if you choose 
the Larceny, it's, you know, like 70 bucks or something like that. If you choose the Elijah Craig's, like 70, 75, whatever. Bernheim, at the time, and they were all barrel proof. Mm-hmm. At the time, that was the only way you could get a Bernheim barrel proof. They didn't have any other Bernheim barrel proofs available. Now it's a thing. It's a product now. And I think it was because of that. Um, when we went, they all tasted pretty good except for the Bernheim. Bernheim tasted like leaves. <laughs> Like autumn leaves. If you could crunch them up, you know, put them in a blender and taste them, that's what it, that's what it tasted like. Um, it was disgusting. But all the other ones were pretty good. I ended up doing the, uh, and I just killed it, I believe. No, I didn't kill it. I'm a dumbass. I didn't kill it. I did, the Heaven Hill one, I, what I did kill was the Elijah Craig one. I, so mm-hmm. the year you didn't go with us was mm-hmm. the first year we did it, and I convinced mm-hmm. them to let me do two bottles because my buddy couldn't go. Yeah. And so... Um, they gave me, they, I did a Heaven Hill and I did an Elijah Craig. And, um, so that was, uh, that's how I got those two bottles. Then I came back up another time and did the Larceny. Um, and then, uh, we went back again and it's probably the last time I'll ever do it. It just, I feel like the, 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 they're not giving you as good of bourbons now in there yeah. as they did the very first time when they first launched it. I think now they're like, oh, well, so many people are signing up for this. We don't have to give them good bourbon. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's honestly gotten progressively worse each time we've gone. And the most recent time I went, I did get another Elijah Craig, but it's just, it just wasn't as good. I'm not doing it this year if we go. Oh, I'm not. We're not even, it's not even going to be, we might go and do a tasting there, like the connoisseur tasting. Yeah. Um, because their tasting's pretty good. And yeah. That tasting was fun that we did the one yeah. year. And that, so <clears throat> if we did a tasting there or something, that's what we would do. But anyway, I'm not doing the, you do bourbon ever yeah. again, unless I see that they have the heaven hill one back again. Because that's what I would go for. Because it's good. Sure. It's similar to like the Parker Heaven Hill type of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but anyway, speaking so, of, did you taste this? Oh yeah. So, so that was the you do bourbon experience. The second time I took a little. The first time I took a sip, a little bit of a visceral reaction. I didn't get. I didn't get a whole lot because I think I was overwhelmed with that. Yeah. And then the second sip, it was almost like I I took like a little bit of like an inhale, like not enough to like get alcoholy, but I started to get this like. Like a little bit of caramel, like a nougat almost, like nougaty yeah. butterscotchy. Caramel's what I get for um, sure. I've been getting a lot of clove out of it. Really? Like well, on the finish? It. Yeah. What am I? A butterfinger? You know, a butter. That's kind of what yeah. I'm getting, like a butterfinger candy that. bar. That could be it. I can so, see that. Uh, but I am I'm, getting the clove on the finish. I'm also allergic to peanuts, so that might oh. be where, like, I specifically will never get that flavor well, yeah, out of it. Yeah, because you don't eat peanuts. Yeah. Peanuts, but not peanuts. Hey. Oh, oh, I was going to say, I, it's a good thing you're not gay, but I, you weren't saying penis. Yeah. Yeah. Peanuts. You're yeah. allergic to peanuts. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, clove a little bit on the finish. And I don't know if it's clove, but it's definitely like a little bit of a spicy it's something. It's like an allspice yeah. for me on yeah. the nose. That could yeah. be. Nose is allspice. Yeah. I'm getting that. I like the nougat call out. Like that, once yeah. you've said yeah. that, it's like, yep. I agree with that completely. Uh, it, it, all in all, this, is, um, this was my second trip. So the first time I went, the Elijah Craig was pretty good, and the the Heaven Hill was really good. So I got both of those. You're normally only able to get one, mm-hmm. which I think is stupid. If you go, you should be able to get two. I don't know why not. You're paying for the bottles, you know? Right. Um, the Maybe second time we went, the Elijah Craig was not very good. They didn't even have the Heaven Hill anymore, hmm. and the Larceny was good. The Larceny was the best. But again, the Bernheim sucked. We went back a third time. Is that when I went? That's when you went. All terrible. And Rookie no, they weren't all terrible. They were. The Bernheim was nasty. 
Yeah. The uh, larceny was not good. I was I was expecting to get another larceny. Same. I went. I wanted a larceny. That's right. part of the reason. I mean, it was a forty dollar tasting. I wanted to, you know. Yeah. Now, when we did go, dumbass over here, they did have a C nine twenty two, and you didn't get it at the at the yeah, checkout. And I that's think the true. reason you didn't get it was because you didn't know. That it was there because you didn't buy a bottle at the You Do Bourbon. So you were just like... Mm. So That's you, true, yes. I didn't even go into the gift shop, I think. Right. You didn't. Um, and so... I got one later on, though. You did. I it's Because I pointed it out to you yes. on, on the interwebs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I bought one from there as well. No, I actually got two at that trip because someone else let me buy theirs. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was actually Tyler who didn't want it. And then, as we were leaving, someone as we were leaving, someone announced it as their whiskey of the year, and so I was like, it was on a website or something, and I'm just like, I've got two of them. <laughs> and Brett was like, they didn't, I didn't even know they had it. <laughs> well, I'm always like, and it's you know, buyers are more, so I always like. I'm so hesitant because like we spend a lot of fucking money on that trip and oh, I'm yeah, like, oh, do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. but that's the stuff. So so for <clears> me, <throat> that's the stuff I like to spend the money on. That bottle has a story. Whether the story is amazing or not, it's a story because no one can ever have that bottle. Yeah. I'm just cheap sometimes and I shouldn't be cheap. Right, but that's the experience. That's what we try to talk about. That's You can always go buy a bottle of Larceny Barrel Proof. No, There's maybe a handful of people that get that Larceny. That, the agree. one that I bottled from the Udo brand, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so however many batches or barrels they combine together to make that batch, and I think it even said it in the notes. They told you how many barrels it took to make the batch. So you're a very, very limited amount of people that could have that bottle, which yeah. is pretty cool. Even even more exclusive, in my opinion, than something else. Plus, you get the experience of the Udo bourbon. That's and, the uh, one of my favorite phrases through my time in bourbon culture that I learned is the best bourbon is the bourbon you enjoy. Right. I argue the second best bourbon is your favorite story to tell. Yeah. And like completely aside from taste, being able to go off on like, this is the story, this is like where I was at. It's like when you ask someone what their tattoo means. The whole like, well, let me take you to a time and place when I got that. Sometimes the answer was I was drunk as fuck and I thought it was a fun idea. Right. But there's always a conversation that can happen around that. And what I like is Jason always says on the mash and uh, drum, he always says it's not about the whiskey, it's about the people you share it with. Yeah, agree. And that's, I mean, honestly, for me, that's the whole reason I started this podcast. I've said it a million times, but it's my guy time each week, you know? I get to hang out and uh, I get a little irritated when someone can't make it. Because I'm just like that's my that's my time that I've personally set aside for you guys, and I like to spend it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I enjoy hanging out for an hour to to five hours or whatever it ends up being. <laughs> but uh, you know, as some of our episodes have, have my favorites are when it turns into a two parter episode and you listen to the introductions in the first half, to the and then you like the smash second. cut to the introductions in the second half is like. No, they got shit faced. Yeah. There's, there's no sugarcoating oh, that. Well, there's been a couple that have happened here like that, but then there's also been our bottle kill episodes on the trip. The second yeah. or third episode of that one, we are like this, <laughs> oh. and and it's funny because I'll do the intro here. Yep. After the fact, you know, uh, on this episode of the Bourbon, you know, that kind of thing, <laughs> and uh, but then immediately you'll cut into me going. Episode <laughs> So you'll hear me go from sober to completely drunk in like ten seconds. 
So it's pretty funny. Um, those are my favorite episodes just because we are just hanging out. Yeah. And and the group has grown each year, so it's kind of just it been has. fun. It has. Like last year is sitting in that while we're watching the Big Ten uh, championship. The playoff games is yeah. what it was. No, it was the Big Ten championship. Oh, I guess I thought it was, it was a playoff in for some reasons. Okay, that's right. So we were watching uh, Michigan versus Purdue. And then we watched... There was uh, another championship There was. Game. It was like... Uh, it wasn't Clemson. It was the Pac-12. Utah versus uh, someone, I think. I don't remember. I remember being both of them being good games, though. Yeah. Sports. Um, <laughs> yes, there was a lot of sports ball that evening. And, but anyway, that was, that, was the, that was the year we were about to pack it up. And then Josh goes and get out his bottle of Blands and starts passing it around the room. All and that news. put me over the top. I was doing just fine until then. And it was bad. From that point forward, the rest of the night it was bad. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so, what do you guys think of this? Not too bad. I like it. I yeah. like it. The first sip of it, like because I had to, I didn't pregame. I just showed up. First sip was very like ethanol-y to me. Well, it's yeah, yeah. Your your first of the day, and the, I mean, but here anyway. That was also the. That was also then like immediately after. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, good. And like, I'm, I might get smashed for this a little bit, but whatever. I think this would be better at. 10 points lower, maybe at like 112, 113, as opposed to 124. I think if you proofed it down a bit, you could start to see some of yeah. the subtler notes come and, out. And that ethanol would die down yep. a little bit. And I've, I've found that I really like the one teens a for, lot for me. Well, and here's here's what I was going to say. Um, and you kind of took the words right out of my mouth because I feel like Elijah Craig's, they do great in the 120s, 130s. Um, weeders though, I think they do much better in the, and like you said, in the one teens. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so the exception of that is some of the ones we're going to have tonight, the C922, the, the B520, the A, or no, sorry, the B523. Those are all World just. World War II airplanes. Yeah. Yes. And, and they are excellent examples of larceny. Um, so I think we're going to have some good ones today. And I think the worst one we're going to have is probably yours. That's okay. Um, do you want to do them in chronological order? Yeah, I th- that's usually how we do them. Okay. So I think that's probably the best. Um, I don't know that it's the best, but it's the way we're going to do yeah. it. That's the way I like to do it. <laughs> chronological order being the age of the bourbon or when you got them? No, the, the, the release. release dates. Gotcha. So, um, so let's talk about that real quick, and then we will go into the bourbons so the way this is just like elijah craig if you've ever had a uh, or listened to us do the elijah craig barrel proof episodes the way the barrel proof labels work for larceny is exactly the same as they do for elijah craig same company so it kind of makes sense basically it's a barrel proof label and at the bottom it'll say batch number proof and then uh, alcohol by volume the batch number is how you know what you're getting with your larceny or your elijah craig barrel proof uh the way it works is is the first letter it's always letter number 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 so the first the letter is which batch it is of the year so it's the a batch the b batch or the c batch it's one of those so it's always a b or c um then they redundantize it if that's a word. It, it is now. It, it is now. Like a, it with is now, yeah. with the month of the year that it's released. So it's always A1 or B5 or C9. It's always. So they could drop that number, that first number. Because it's always consistent. It's always the same. Yeah. Or the letter. However, here's the funny thing about it. It's supposed to be the month of the release. So C or A122, for example. 
was actually released in March. So I don't understand why they did 122. Should have been C or it should have been A322. Maybe that's when it left the warehouse. It might have. I but that was the release date. All the rest of them were January when I was looking through this earlier. Um, but that's that's the that's how you know the code for those. So the last two numbers in the in the batch is the year it was released. So you've got C922 would be the third batch released in September of 2022. You sank my battleship. And I sank your battleship. So um, that's how the batches work. So we've got in front of us today, we've got B520, A122, C922, Bingo. Okay. and B523. So we've got a pretty good mix. We've got, um, we've got an A, two Bs, and a C. Eh, B, C. Yep. And then <laughs> combined with the Y from the Udo bourbon that we did earlier. So um, I say... What you would be the B20 first, correct? Yes, the B520 is first. And I'm going to let you have the honors again of, of uh, pouring. Did you hear that in the background, that little weep? That was the... The cork? The cork pop. The popping of the cork. And then while you're doing that, I'm going to open up the uh, C922, which is a... We just uh, killed a bottle of it, and we just opened a new one. So I'm going to pull the cork off of that one to let it oxidize a little. That was another pop. These are good pops so far. I know. Pretty good pops. What if, was if only we had Tyler to do some pops yeah. in the background... <laughs> There you go, Tyler. Ode to you, buddy. All right. So He'll this is the it. no. He does. I don't think he's listened to one episode. I, I think he's listened to one episode, and that was the one episode where he hurt. Oh his, yeah, hurt his the leg, contest thing. And on the way back, yeah, we had announced a contest where the the whole point of the contest was you rip on Tyler and give us a good review. <laughs> and it's the one episode he ever listened to, and it was just by happen yeah, chance he listened to it, it on the way back after he got his leg accident. That. Someone else was driving, and he was listening to the episode. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Of all the times you listen to the podcast, it's the one episode that we are telling people to give bad reviews of you. It was so funny. <laughs> all right, so this is the B520. This is Whiskey Advocates uh, Bourbon of the Year, or Whiskey of the Year, I should say, uh, from 2020. So uh, this one got pretty high ranks from Whiskey Advocates. Um I think, if I remember correct, until recently, most of the larcenies were hit and miss. So unlike Elijah Craig, where most of the Elijah Craigs are just ballers, they're just good, really good uh, releases, the larcenies have not been that consistent. They've been really good and then really bad, really bad, really bad, really good, you know, bad, bad, really bad, good, and it's just... This B520 just happened to be a good, uh, you know, uh, a release for that, and it got some accolades. Um, does it have a year? No. An age statement? No. Some deets on it, though. Yeah, go ahead. Proof is 122.2. I'm going to assume that's repeating. Um, <laughs> alcohol by volume, only Sam likes that, no one else. Um, alcohol by volume is 61.1%. I'm smiling, and there was not a repeat bar over top. Of I know. I said I'm assuming it's repeating. So it's probably 122.20. I bet it's repeating. I like repeating. I mean, who doesn't like repeating? I am the reiterator, <laughs> so I enjoy repeating, obviously. I really enjoy repeating. I, I get the joke. Do you? Because I, I laid it on pretty thick. I don't. Fair enough. <laughs> 
All right. What do you guys get on the nose for this one? Now, interesting. I get some of that clove that you talked about earlier. I get some of the clove. But like all spice. Yeah, I get like a lot of like cinnamon. Like it, it's the nose reminds me of a Christmas ale. I'm getting some. I feel like some cherry. Maybe some just some dark fruit or something, but no, I I could see some dark fruit, but yeah, that Christmas ale was a good analogy yeah. for me. There's like that and cinnamon. It was that another like good cinnamon, one. a little bit of like, like winter time nutmeggy, like yeah. the, that whole like that, that spice blend. Yeah, no, agree. Yeah, I like it. All right, I'm diving in. I'm not yet. Teeny vanilla in there too. You still schnozzing it? Vanilla. Still schnozzing. Oh, oh. I mm. like that. Oh. Oh, he says. Holy sh- This is good. This is really good. This was a huge step up from what we just had. Yeah. Huge step yeah. up. I get a little bit of like a stone fruit, not necessarily cherry, but like yeah. I get a bit of a stone fruit too. There it. was a big blast of vanilla in there. Yeah. Which was like welcoming as hell. Yeah. Which is like the vanilla that I got on the taste didn't get much of any of that on the nose. I didn't either. It was good, hidden on the good nose. Good viscosity. Yeah, the viscosity is good too. That is true. There's a nuttiness. There's something nutty in there. Maybe. I'm, I don't know why I'm picking it up. No, it, it, for me it was more of a dust. Like so, I so sometimes I equate dustiness like um, with the like the turkey the, products. Well, the the nuttiness like the dust on a mm-hmm. nut, like a peanut. You know, when you're reaching into the bag of peanuts and you come out with like the the nut mm-hmm. dust. Or when you go into like Brett's pants and you get some of that nut dust. I was like, there's a joke somewhere <laughs> like, about nut dust somewhere. <laughs> um, it evolved. I was, it was, I was it was, you were getting I was it in real time. Down I was it. looking yeah, I was like back and forth, yeah. like, all right, who's going to do it? I, I'm like, I, I couldn't resist. Cat man. watching ping pong. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. I, I couldn't resist for too long. I could only say nut dust a few times without having to, <laughs> to bite the bullet. All right. So what do you what do you guys think on this one? I I mean, go back and revisit this, then hit the nose again, see if you get anything different. I really like a lot of vanilla in it. I, I get more stone fruit the more that I've been drinking. It's still not a cherry, I'd say. Yeah, and it may not be. But that, I, that was I get, what I got. There's on a, the no, nose. there's, there's some fair. kind of dark fruit. Yeah. fruit something for sure. Like almost an apricot. I can't pick it out, but there's a fruit. Yeah, wow, that viscosity is good. Yeah, I like this a lot. I could see why this might have gotten a whiskey of the year from someone. I've had this one, and I have been convinced this was really good. And then I would always read people knocking Larceny Barrel Proof. And then I come to find from Jason after I talked to him is that some of them are really good. Some of them are not good at all. And that's that's fair. And that's the problem with the Larceny is they were just so inconsistent, the Barrel Proofs. I am amazed with this one how at uh, 122.2 repeating, correct? Uh, you said uh, – I really like it doesn't hit on the the initial taste. Like you get a little mm-hmm. bit of a burn on the end, but really smooth start to it. Yeah, the hug on it I think is just right. It's a medium to long finish, mm-hmm. not like crazy long. It's not a super ethanol in your in your throat finish. But you're right. It starts soft, explodes a little bit at a time as it goes across your tongue toward the back. And some of that nut dust explodes in your mouth. Now, I took, I don't know if you saw, but I put a single drop of water I in saw, mine. Yeah. And for me, it changed the taste. Oh, it will, yeah. To where I really like it. Like that little bit of ethanol and like that. Before you say any more, did you not like it before? It, I did. I was just getting a little like, um, and, and maybe it's something I've eaten today. 
but I was getting a little reflux, a little, a little, um, not a pleasant Kentucky hug. It was almost like a reflux hug. Mm. And it was like kind of, that was overpowering oh, any flavors. Wow. So I did what you said. And it's, and to me, cherry comes out. Yeah, it does. Um, but I also get, well, that'll be plenty. I'm it's sure almost like a smooth caramel. It's, yeah. It, it really like. I hate saying the word smooth, but it really But I don't like, mean it to the flavor smooth. I'm in like a smooth caramel. Yeah. Not a smooth bourbon taste, a smooth caramel, like a Werther's or a something like, you know what I mean by, mm-hmm. I'm not referring to the bourbon being smooth. I'm referring to the caramel taste being smooth. Like the, it's a smooth caramel. You know, I think proofing it down a little bit, I'm going to double down on the Christmas ale comment. Really? You get you still I, get some more? Yeah. And and we didn't do it scientifically who knows how much you had left in yours right, versus right, I had le- right. I, and I, mine was more than a drop. Like I, I thought I only had a drop left in this and I poured it and it was like a dribble. <laughs> mine was more than it. It started with one drop and then like you dribble and then it was yeah. like, Oh, there's the rest. It's like of when it. you're done peeing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, <laughs> and the rest goes in your underwear. It's like, it's like when you're having prostate problems and it, yeah, I'm, you guys yeah, have, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Um, <laughs> but like, I don't have much, <laughs> right. I don't have much left in here. So it might've affected mine a little more than it affected yeah. yours. Um, but to me, it really, it changed it a lot. I got cherry and I got a really, like I said, a really smooth caramel. It I can w- get the caramel. I see where you're going with that. But that was, that was a big change. And, and that happens a lot. If you, if you mm-hmm. ever do this at home, add a drop. It's amazing how much a single drop can yeah. change. Oh, and then do, it's then crazy. do another drop. Yep. And then do like, you know what I mean? Because it's an actual chemical, uh, I don't, is it a chemical reaction? When it's not a reaction, it's not a reaction. It's changing chemically, though. Yeah. Um, so, when you add water to bourbon, it actually bonds, and it's a covalent bond. Yeah, that's where it's bottled in. In bond. Hey, oh, dick. <laughs> so, uh, Old Fitzgerald, by the way, is a bottled and bond product, and that is homage specifically to. Mixing a little bit of water. John E. Fitzgerald and him being a bond officer is uh, what I was going Oh, I thought he liked bondage. I was way off. Well, (laughs) there's nowhere that says he didn't. He had handcuffs. (laughs) There's nowhere that said he didn't like that. Yeah, the nose, I'm getting more vanilla now, too, where I... I... See, I'm getting that cherry now. Yeah. Once I added a little water, it became cherry to me. It's like vanilla cherry Coke. Yeah, that's that's actually yeah, right. That's that's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I I went back after the glass was empty and smelled it, mm. and I love doing that. I you guys yeah. know that. Um, I didn't realize I had talked about that so much on the show. No, that is vanilla cherry coke. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, you're fine. But uh, it is vanilla cherry coke too. By the way, that's a good. That's a very good uh, description. But we even had a guest on the show who's a who listens and is a fan, and he's like, "Oh, I did the the dude, you know, oh, smell uh, your, empty, smell glass, your yeah. empty glass." And uh, I I forgot that I had talked about that so much because I did. I used to talk about that all the time. I love going back to an empty glass and smelling it. Mm-hmm. I still do it just out of habit. And you get the oak, and you get the sometimes mm-hmm. tobacco, sometimes like a I don't know, like a oaky tobacco type of thing combo together and but it always gives you that wood like it gives you a nice idea of what that wood influence was one time Man, that's good viscosity at the end of an episode at we'd have uh you nose the lineup of empty glasses and oh, try geez. to pick which bourbon was which i but see here's the thing i mean i'll i'll do it as an experiment 
be so difficult. But the problem is, is I feel like all you get on the empty glass, for the most part, is just wood. It's not the bourbon anymore. It's just the the wood, and that's why I like it. It's the wood influence that you get on the on the empty or dry glass. I, mean, I get a lot of like cinnamon, like not cinnamon, like allspice, baking spice. I did as well. Um, but yeah, that's a good one, man. That's that that B five twenty is really good. I I'm really upset that mm. it's only a third left, right? Just about. Uh, yeah, probably. So the good news is, is we have another whiskey of the year coming up in one of these and a what some people are already calling early this year a possible or a contender for whiskey of the year so we've got some good ones coming up the bad news it's not the next one you're going to try <laughs> well we I don't, gotta, I don't, tamper down those expectations right. before we build we gotta them come back, back down to earth before we go back into orbit so uh, pour yours out. This is the one I brought. And yep. so despite what dude thinks, yeah. I really enjoyed this one. And you know what? I, I think I've had it, and I think I enjoyed it as well. Um, I'm not saying – I was just giving you shit. I'm not saying it's going to be bad. Uh, it, <laughs> it might fall into the realm of good. It just may not be as good as the ones we're having You right can have now. as much as you want, by the way. I don't care. Yeah. I, it <laughs> How is. the dude trashed it. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I didn't even trash it, to be honest. Tuesday, I, just, I have to drive home and work tomorrow. Same. There will be limits. Oh, same. I, I don't have to work tomorrow, guys. Yeah, you lucky. Uh, yeah, dude, I have... Real lucky. I'm not going to do long work talk. I have meetings for like four to four and a half hours straight tomorrow, and I'm like, fucking shoot me. I spent seven hours filling out a form today and didn't get done with it. Uh, that sounds like a good Was time. that user error? No. Or was it that big of a <laughs> form? He's like, I can't get my name right. <laughs> Damn it. S- I need another form. Q, fuck. Right. <laughs> Damn it. What is after the S? I cannot remember. Um, all right. Let's notice this one. This is, uh, give us the details on your bottle, sir. This all right. This is the A122 batch. A122. This is 124.4. I'm not going to say that's repeating. It is 62.2% alcohol by volume. I picked this up. Um, actually, Tyler picked this up for me at his honey hole in Michigan. I remember, and I was irritated that he didn't offer me a yes, bottle. But I had never had a, a right. Larceny I Barrel know. Proof. That's why I just backed down. And that's why he um, offered it to me. So this was my first Larceny Barrel Proof. Yeah, I've drank quite a bit of it, obviously. There's about a third yeah, left you're in about it, a little the less. Say, you're a little less than what I have in my B520. Yeah. So um, I, hope it, uh, I hope it's as good as the B520, but... From what I understand, I don't remember much mention of this one, so I'm not expecting it to be. So hopefully I'll, I'll be like pleasantly I liked surprised. I it at the time, but to be determined. You're you're looking like on the nose you're not super excited about it right now. No, I don't know what I'm smelling is why. I'm confused. I get like earthy. I get, and this is why you're going to be confused and you're not going to like it. That's okay. You're going to say bubblegum? I'm going to say like an earthy bubblegum. I don't get bubble gum. There's like a little, there's like a, it's in the alcohol. It's not in the, like when the alcohol gets into your nose, the the ethanol part, I get like a bubble gum kind of. Same, do we have the same socks? Close. Oh, wow. Very close. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. I got mine from Costco. I got mine from the internets. Oh. I get mine from TJ Maxx usually. <laughs> and they're always right. so cheap. I'm but they're good. I have Pumas. I have uh, Under Armors. I have a whole bunch of different ones. You ever poo my pants? I, I've never pooed your <laughs> pants. No, I've never, I've never pooed your pants. Oh, and that was the other thing. Tyler had two short stories to share this week, and he's not here. 
What a jackass. <laughs> I like that instead of short stories, it's short stories. stories. Yeah, that, yeah. So you might, we oh. were going to do a podcast. I like that. This. Was originally Sorry. before we did the bourbon podcast, the idea for the podcast was going to be short stories. My concern was we weren't going to be able to have the frequent, a shit story every week, right. right? Yeah, and it was going to be completely relied on by guests. Yeah, and if I would have known Tyler was going to knock up his wife, and that he was even going to get married, because we had, you know, we didn't even know He's that. He's had yet. a lot of short stories. Yeah, he he, really has. he has been the definite tipping point for our short stories. He's had, and then his son is part of it. Sure, but he's had a few. His son has had a few. I've had like two, but we were going to have Megan on. She was, she was, she had like three or four just by herself. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh, that was the original idea. I even had the the huh. I had the podcast cover already designed up and everything. I'll have to see if I can find it for you because it was a pretty good one. It was me and AJ. We were going to do it to do that together. Thanks. What so. is this? Something's hitting me in the sides of my tongue. What? No, it's what not. You, I, for I me, know, it's I'm not. Messing, I'm just messing. Unless you say like juicy fruit. Well, I mean that's bubble gum. But it's not bubble gum flavor. I mean, I it's know. a cherry maybe. I could get a cherry like it's. I don't know. Like, if I go cherry, it would be more of like the maraschino, like a sweeter cherry. I don't get yeah. a very like dark cherry. Yeah, I agree with that. Anything like that out of it. That was the. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Nice. It's like runny poo. Nice. Why well, there was actually a poop font that I found on the internet. Not surprised. And then you just make the you make the uh the the letters brown. But was that that's a pretty good Yeah. I mean Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Pretty right. good label. Speaking of bubblegum, I get a little bit of big red. Out of it. Oh, don't! I hate he fucking hates, big red. Don't so tell he, me that. He hates bubble gum and he hates <laughs> artificial cinnamon. Yeah. He hates artificial cinnamon. So you're like you're like surrounding him with stuff he doesn't like. That, on like his bourbon that he likes. And I'm easily influenced. Um, <laughs> I was Listen, such a bad I, kid. The peer pressure, I, like Brett. I promise this will only hurt for a second. Once it's in, you won't. <laughs> it was more like, can you run across the code road before that car hits you? I'm like, fuck yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even sound like they tried to influence you. They just asked you right. a question. It's peer pressure. It was all like they just asked you a question. It wasn't like, Brett, I bet you can't do it. It's Brett, can you? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I can. It was. Let let's me try it. Dude, peer pressure was the worst. <laughs> I think we may have different ideas of what peer pressure yeah. actually is. Hey Brett, how you doing today? Sure, if you want to peg me, that's fine. <laughs> I don't, that's not how peer pressure works, man. You better use lube this time. No. <laughs> I just asked you how you were doing, man. All right. You ever got, did you guys ever listen to any of Joe Rogan's stand up? Oh yeah. Did I you ever hear the one where he's lifting with his buddy in the basement when he's living with his mom? This sounds very familiar. And basically, one of the guys is like pure machismo, you know, whatever, has his buddy come over. His buddy comes over and he starts complimenting his ass. And so it's, it really gets uncomfortable at this point. But it's, that's what's the genius in the, in the joke. And he's basically trying to convince his friend to let him 
get him, in the, him. Yeah, basically, oh God. screw him in the ass. Maybe I don't know this one then. And so he's so the whole time he's like, "Oh man, you have such a nice ass, man. That is such a tight ass. I bet I couldn't even get my dick in there." And the guy's <laughs> like, "Oh, thanks, man. I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, you know." And he just keeps on pushing it. And he's like, "No, you gotta let me try. I bet you any. I bet you anything." So when you talk no. about peer pressure, I start thinking about. It. I'm like, "Yeah, that's Brett." <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, sure, let's try it out. There's no way you can get it in there, man. <laughs> uh, it's, it was, it's a pretty, it's, it's a, it's a funny, but hard to listen to like awkward type. Yeah. But that's what makes it so much funnier. That reminded me of a funny moment at work where, so coworker of mine, he went to a different location, but he's still within the same network where I work. I don't like saying names out loud. Um, and he's very openly gay, like doesn't care. And like, guys are guys and like I farted at work one day and he was like that's a straight ass if I've ever heard one I was like oh my god <laughs> what does he expect to hear I don't know but or, no, he said that's a virgin ass if I've ever heard oh, one that's what he said that's funny. I was like Jesus it would have been funnier had he been like um yeah that's did you have Brussels sprouts yesterday or you know yeah. something like yeah, yeah. Tony like, <laughs> you know Tony too <laughs> that would that's funny yeah that would have been good that would have been really good <laughs> All right, so uh, what do you think? I like it. So it's it's for me. It's cherry, um, cinnamon, bubble gum. No, I don't get those. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm just messing with um, I like this too. This isn't bad. I don't. It's not as good as what we just had, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, but it's good. That's good. I definitely like it. It's uh, these all have great viscosity. I they will admit. Do. And also, I am to to your point of like the larceny. Cherry. Like I it's good cherry. Yeah, all of these have been wildly different. Yeah, like yeah. for being the same like mash bill and everything, right? Yeah. Like wildly different outcomes. Well, and it's it's pretty crazy to me, and I think when you know what you, when you get more into bourbon and you find out different things, and you know you start to learn different things about bourbon. For example, Buffalo Trace, they have three mash bills. They have a weeded mash bill which is what makes up all of their Weller mm-hmm. and the Pappy line, all of that. All made from one mash bill. All different flavors. Coming from just different proofs, mm-hmm. different locations in the Rick House, um, ages, all those things play a part in giving wildly different profiles of taste. Yeah, And it's all the same mash bill, same yeast strain. I mean... Theoretically, each barrel is its own entity, so mm-hmm. so there's a p- possible wild card in every one of them. But that is a, a good call out, though, because everything that we have been trying is barrel proof at least, and yeah. so you're going like by the nature of barrel proof, different proofs too, right? Yeah, you're also going to be finding the the it's a different law of averages, and like Larceny's shelf product, that one's going to be very consistent bottle to bottle. But the second you get into a different run, a different uh, batch you're going to have a wildly different outcome. Well, and take, for example, the one that Brett added a little drop of water to. Mm-hmm. I should do that to this one. That There's was a completely left. different taste. That could have been a completely different product. Yeah. Yeah. Because it gave us a different taste profile just by adding some water to it. And so something that simple has that wild of a or a wide-ranging effect on, on the bourbon and the taste and the outcome. I mean, to me, that tells you that... Like you said, your your original observation of each one of these is wildly different. And they do have some underlying I, I think we've said cherry in almost all of yeah. them. Almost yeah. Almost all of them. 
or some sort of stone fruit type whatever um but i th but i think that goes to just not only the the variability of bourbon coming from the same mash bill same yeast strain all that stuff but like it explains why there's so many things on the market and yeah. how a company like buffalo trace can have 23 different bourbons with three mash bills. What's funny too, even talking about like shelfer products. So <clears throat> I remember it was COVID. It was like 2020, like heart of COVID. And you wanted to like, like the gym was shut down. Everything's fucking shut down. And, and you wanted to do a podcast or someone did just to like, just connect and chat and whatever. And it was Aaron, you and myself. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about like bourbons and this and that. And I was like, Oh, I picked up this, um, we did the four, four roses, single, single barrel. Yeah. Right. And so it was shelfer, four roses, single barrel. And I had a different number than like you or Aaron had one of the two. Right. And we, we did this little sampling all like virtual. And I was like, holy shit. This is like, it's like buying like two cases of Bud Light, but they taste really different. Yeah. And I was mind blown. I'm like, wait a minute. This is the exact same thing, mm -hmm. but they taste wildly different. Well, but that they put the word on there that gives it away. Yeah, single, single barrel. barrel. Yeah. So but I didn't have barrel. any concept of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and you were, you were bourbon, pretty early yeah. into, your, into your journey. If you're not... If you're not into, you don't understand that part of it. And I was like, "What the fuck? This is the same thing, but they taste different." Yeah, you were probably wondering why we were doing this to begin with. Well, yeah, I was like, just like, "It's, it's this, the same we're thing." Just three different bottles of the same product. Yeah, which is hey, like, next week like, we're gonna do three bottles of Coke. Like, why would I? Right? Why would I go to the, the grocery store and buy three twelve packs of Bud Light? I hate Bud Light, but anyway, and us drink those and yeah. expect them to be different. Well, you could do three cases of Bush Light. And you would potentially get really? different. Yes, because Bush Light, a lot of times, is actually Bud Light. Where they have uh, excess, they put it into the Bush Light cans. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So uh, one of my buddies works for Anheuser Busch, and he says, yeah, he's like, a, a high percentage of Bush Light is actually Bud Light. One of, uh, they both taste like shit, but anyway. My little buddies is the uh, Bush Light man in all the commercials. Nice. Yeah. Jerry, out in Los Angeles, if you're listening. Hi. That's cool. What's up, Jerry? Bushlight sucks. <laughs> it's not his bushlight. He's just yeah. a spokesperson. Yeah. I mean, I would do it his too. His job I'm is to wear flannel. Yeah, that's I it. Would, I do. I wear. Is he the one that would like long. stand outside and like the nature? Yeah. Type? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I wear cool. flannel all, week, all winter. I remember, long. Uh, but he doesn't dress like that in, in normally, right? No, I knew him from the CrossFit gym that I went to out there, and it was. Uh, I know, like, there was one memory that I have where he got like super injured uh, because he had twins that just picked one of them up wrong. Like, welcome to getting Listen, old. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I know CrossFit gyms have a bad rep, or they used to anyway, bad rep of in getting their athletes injured. But I'll tell you, at our gym, most of our injuries come from outside mm -hmm. of the gym. One of the uh, and it's stupid stuff, like you said. Like yeah. someone went to pick up their luggage, they didn't think anything of it, so they didn't brace like they would have at the gym, and then they threw their back out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just stupid stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Or or another person I knew. He went down to North Carolina to do like a black belt test, and he tore his hamstring. I know. What an idiot! <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> what an idiot! I did like that. Uh, I channeled my uh, for feral there a while. Uh, like anytime I interacted with uh, the the bush light guy, he would only respond with gifts of himself. Oh, that's great. That's funny. Yeah, yeah that now, is funny. I would love to. We should just create some home because you can make them in, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, Photoshop and stuff. Uh, we should make some homemade gifts and just start yeah. answering people with, with those. those and like reenact some of the the popular ones. You yeah, know? that that's what we should start doing. There you go. Um, so speaking of Will Ferrell, I was watching an outtake of uh, Anchorman. 
mm-hmm. and he's sitting there with Paul Rudd. And I he, like Paul Rudd. Oh well, Paul Rudd's hilarious. He's he's a subtle funny, but he yes. can also be yes. like a flamboyant funny too, like just stupid. But he basically Will Ferrell holds his uh, leg up to uh, Paul Rudd and says, "Feel that leg." And then so he grabs a hold of his leg, and as soon as he grabs a hold of, it, he goes, "Doesn't that feel like a cock?" <laughs> and Paul Rudd immediately just puts his Breaks head down. character. No, he tries everything he can to not smile or laugh. He just puts his head down, and then Will Ferrell goes on this tirade of just talking about. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm going to play it for you guys because it's actually ridiculously funny. Um, so I'm going to play it for you guys just so you hear it. And uh, I don't know what else to do because it's that good. Okay. So, um, anywho, so let me let me pull that up real quick and uh, we'll listen to it. So in the meantime, what are your final thoughts on this particular bourbon of the shitty one from uh, from Brett? <laughs> I still like it. Um, it's probably not going to be as good as the others. Agreed. Like the C922 is fucking fantastic. I've had that one before. Um, but I also wouldn't like, given the opportunity, I would still buy this bottle. Yeah. 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 I like it. I, I get, uh, I still get some of the big red out of it, but that's like not a bad thing to me. Shut your mouth. All right. You guys ready? That doesn't feel like a cock. Can you hear it? He's trying. I pleasured myself to the image of Mrs. Buttersworth. She got me there like I was on the express A train. Bing, bang, boom. Talk about a river of ejaculate. So, so Paul Rudd's holding back a laugh. The villages of Pompeii felt like. Oh my God! The villages of Pompeii. Now Will Ferrell's trying not to laugh. Now I know what those sad villagers of Pompeii felt like. Except being... Except... Where they were rained out on hot lava, I was... I rained out on those villagers with... Frothy ejaculate. (laughs) Frothy ejaculate. So, I was listening to a radio show or a podcast, one of the two, a while ago. It's been several years ago. And I've always liked Will Ferrell. I've always thought he was a hilarious guy. Believe it or not, he's an alumni of the same fraternity that I'm in because it's like an it's an international fraternity. We were in the same college, but again, sure. internationally, we're in the same fraternity. Matthew McConaughey is a member as well. Anyway, so I was, was just a whole bunch of people partying and not I mean, taking a, life seriously. A lot of it was, yes, okay. absolutely. But Fair he enough. was out in, like uh, I think Will Ferrell was out in L.A. and Matthew McConaughey was University of Texas, if I remember. Anyway. Um, I heard the people that were on like cast members of like thing, you know, small level people. They said Will Ferrell is a dickhead on set. Really? They hmm. said that you would think that he is. And again, I have no way to confirm or deny this, but I feel like people want to be have information that's negative on people. Yeah, it's and I I could see where and and it may be true. It may be a hundred percent true, but I could see where someone might, you know. Uh, have a bad one bad experience, and then they start a whole thing on how much of a dick he is. Well, they said that he takes his role so serious. I could see that him there's doing no that. like, there's no like joking in between sets and like that kind of stuff that he just takes it too serious. Again, 
I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But that was kind of a turnoff for me on Will Ferrell. I was like, oh, man, that really sucks. I get that. I try to give, like, I've, I try to give the benefit of the doubt only because it's got to be weird being under such a spotlight all yeah, the time. Yeah, absolutely. That, like, you are not allowed to have a bad moment or right. a bad Yeah, day. and when you do, that's what people are going right. to remember. That's what they're going to gravitate toward because, oh, I've got some dirt on, yeah. you know. Well, because everyone wants their... Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. wants their, you know... Uh, I'm holding up my phone. Right. Recording. And, <laughs> and so, to that point, I'm actually watching The Morning Show, which is an Apple original. I moved on from Ted Lasso. So anyone, anyone listening, especially the Black and Brown podcast, who thinks we talked about it for 15 straight episodes. We uh, did, but... No, we did not. It was 14. And uh, <laughs> so I'm now watching that show, and it's great. It's It deals heavily in the Me Too movement. Hmm. Um, but it actually talks about both sides of it in a good way, in, in my opinion. Like, it obviously doesn't... It doesn't uh, diminish the real pain and, and whatever, but it does actually bring up the possibility of people exploiting the movement. But you know, Oh, absolutely. Which you know most likely happened. Absolutely. Yeah. Just as much as it really did happen, Harvey Weinstein and all that kind of nonsense. Is that I'm good? Not, I'm not worried about that. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted more. <laughs> this what? is mine, so I can have I as much as I want. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can have more of any of them, obviously. <laughs> well, they're all mine except for one. <laughs> you can have more of mine, too. <laughs> um, but So it's, it's not diminishing the effect of that movement, um, obviously. It... It was an important movement. It was needed at the time. Um, you know, as much as as much as women have made progress in every industry, every place, there's still oh yeah, you know, exploitation of power against women happening. And and I don't deny that, nor do I say none of that stuff ever happened or anything like that. But I do think that there was an overreaction, just like there is with everything. Oh yeah, there was an overreaction or an, and an overreach with a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I, I am. I think that. Excuse me. I agree, but I also think that the if that is the cost of having this conversation at a real point at all levels, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm I understand what you're saying. I agree. What I what I do hate is that. I do feel like, and in, in, in hindsight, it has been shown in a few in a few instances that some people's careers were incorrectly ruined. Yes, yes, and, and that's, I think that that's the part that is unfortunate, and I think that it also it cheapens the the rest real. of the movement exactly. Yeah. The rest of the movement. I, I think the biggest thing that cheapens the movement, though, is growing up. It wasn't a hashtag; it was a pound sign. Right. So pound everyone is saying, "Pound right. me too." Right. That's that. Was oh, that's the, so great! That was the funny thing I saw too, and I, I'm just like, yeah, that for me it was always a pound sign. Yeah, so, pound me too. Um, no, but all jokes aside, so this is C922. This is C922, which you guys are hearing the reactions to, and uh, this is a lot of there. This was multiple people's whiskey of the year last year, and um, this Candy is a bar. this is a fresh yeah. crack. Um, like not like not like. Candy bar, yes. Sorry. 126.6 proof, by the way. Jesus. And so it's six repeating. Obviously. Um, Only the one. So 63.32. If it it were, then it would be five repeating because you would have to round up to six. Not necessarily. Uh, But you're not truncating it. Then it would be 0.67 or 0.7. Well, it would be 0.7 if it was, was, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. 
Fair I, enough. I do math now. You do. See, I was right on mine. Yeah. But the shut up. <laughs> your, um, shut your larceny hole. <laughs> your larceny hole. That's a good one. Uh, that actually just sounds dirty. <laughs> shut your larceny hole. Deep so hole. candy bar on the nose. Okay. Candy bar, man. I don't. So, I can't tell you what kind of candy bar, but it n- makes there was nougat though. Here's, it makes me want to go to a gas station it's like and a get a Milky candy Way bar or a Snickers. Home. See, this is the like I get a much Snickers. more like lighter, refreshing like. I get the candy bar. It reminds me of having a Mai Tai on a beach. I could see that. Real it reminds me of being a Snickers. Go ahead. I, I think Snickers too. Serious question though for you. We drank this at the very bottom of a bottle. Yeah. Uh, right before Sam got here. As Correct. we were waiting for Sam and his uh, slow ass. Yep. Um, the difference in taste between a brand new bottle and one that you just had. Now, that bottle that we just finished was probably just, well, shit, it was a year old almost. So the only Nine problem with, the, I know the question you're asking me, the taste difference and the nose difference, but... If I could have done them back to back, right? We had some, we had some things, things in between. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what makes it difficult, right? I do feel like the nose was um, more aromatic on the first one, yeah. But it was also the first thing I smelled all day, right? But I thought the same thing too, and it could be for the same reason. Yeah, I was half in the bag when you got here, so it wasn't Did you like that word aromatic. Go I ahead. Did. All right, good. thank you. And I also was not half in the bag when you got here. I was just kidding, but that was also my first alcohol sniff yeah. of the day. Um, but I do feel like it was a little more aromatic. Um, I agree with that. So this fucking smells good. It is. This is this is good. This this best nose thus best far. Nose, very best nose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I think the B five twenty might have rivaled this for nose for me because I remember really enjoying the B five twenty nose. But this is a good nose. This is a very good nose. And I don't remember B five twenty a hundred percent right now, so but this is good. Um, what are you getting? You said you said candy bar, Snickers. You said uh, so. It's like it's very refreshing. Like it it is a like a sea breeze almost that I get out of it. Like that little bit of like a saltiness. Like mm-hmm. uh, ooh, sea salt caramel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this has the highest proof of anything yet. What was the Y122? What was that one? Um, it is 124.9. This is 126.6. Oh, wow. Okay. But there is a salted caramel in here, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I just had a little drink, so. I did too. I'm going to proof this one a touch, too. I, I like. Yeah. You guys are you're on a kick now. I know. I know. It's just been, it's well, been bringing out a little bit of extra so flavor. So before you do this, I try, done it yet. try this. Try this too. Take a drink of your water. Oh yeah, and have some residual. But and, but don't completely like just keep milking your mouth of the water. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. take a drink of your water, swallow it, and then immediately drink your. It does two things. It cools it as you drink it, but it also adds a little residual. And see if that changes it any for you. That might have been too much water because it masked everything. Well, that could have been the cooling effect too. Could the, have been, but okay. So do your do your thing now. I just wanted to try that because I've had people tell That's me to, good. to do that. Yeah. No, I agree. Especially um, before you commit to proofing an entire pour. Well, right. That because once you do that, you can't undo it. That's why Jason showed me the like finger drop because like before yeah. I would try to like do it from my like and you drink get and too like, many. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Need, like, the finger drop dropper. is the finger drop is is just like using a dropper yeah. almost. And I have droppers here. I could always b- pull those out, 
whenever we do a, an episode. I should probably do that. Speech. Speech. Right, I'm like, shh. <laughs> kiss. Kiss. Or wait, what? The dink, the clinging is the yeah. kiss. Yeah, never mind. That's, but yeah. I, they do speech with that too, don't they? Sure. It's your podcast. Mm. You do whatever you want. Hold on. I need to drink a water to cleanse my... Your pele. What do you think? The first sip after the drip. Is palate a French word? Well, it depends on if you're talking about wood or flavor. Flavor? Not a palate of wood. Not like... I was trying to be funny. Proof down, I like it. I don't know if I do. I do. Like, it was a little too harsh for me. Like I didn't think it was harsh at all. I, like, it was too high of a proof where that was masking everything else for me. It's allowed to be for yeah. you. Yeah. You're you're allowed to be wrong. It's fine. This is one where, all right, the ethanol stayed the same, but it hid something that I liked before proofing it down. So you're missing something that you liked previously. Yes. That's just me. So you liked it better before proofing. You liked it better mm-hmm. after proofing. Yep. What are your thoughts? You did it too. Um, I like it both Same. ways. This Maybe. this one to me is the most complex of all of them. Oh, it is. It is. So that's, and I think you've heard me talk about this in in episodes past. One of my favorite things about a bourbon, I love viscosity just like you do, mm-hmm. but I love when a bourbon evolves as you drink it throughout the evening. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it's to me, I, I, I kind of refer to it as telling a story. And the more you drink it, the more the story you get. And so throughout the night, you can sit down and, and drink the same bourbon. I generally don't mix my bourbons at night. So like if I'm going to have a, a pour or five at night, I will usually stay with the same bourbon the entire night unless it's me drinking cheap stuff yeah same if i if i sit down to a nice bourbon and i decide to have a second pour i'm going to do the same bourbon again because yeah i picked that bourbon because i wanted to continue telling that story throughout the evening and for me this is one of those bourbons. This is one of those ones that continues to evolve the more I drink it. I drink it once. I get a little bit of cherry. I get a little bit of vanilla. I get a little bit of whatever. I drink it again. I get some caramel. I get some nougat. I get some, you know, salted caramel at some point. You know, like it. each time I drink it, it's I find something new out about it. And I love bourbons like that. And I feel like this falls into that. That's why I originally loved the C922 to begin with. That's why I, one of the bottles is already gone. And yeah. we're on the second one now. <clears throat> You're, you have a C922 at home. Have you Correct. opened it? No. Because you've had mine? <laughs> well, because, <laughs> because you still have your other one left. Yeah, because I was going to, I don't know why, but I wanted to cash this one before I opened the other one. You should do them side by side. No, I should. I mean, so, now you have, but. I'm to the point where, like, um, I haven't, I've bought stuff recently, but prior to that, I haven't been trying to buy much because I have so many good things. The C922 is a perfect example. Yeah. I have so many good things that I'm not drinking. Yeah. And so I'm trying to like get through stuff like, why am I saving these bourbons? There's no reason to save them. Like, I want to drink them. So I have more Russell's Reserve than anything. I have a shitload of Russell's, but it's my favorite. So some of them I've been like saving back, like, oh, it's a K warehouse. I love it. Drink it. Enjoy it. Tomorrow, I know this sounds sappy, but like tomorrow's never promised. Like, enjoy them, yeah. right? Oh, that's- so that's what I'm doing. I'm going through all the stuff that I really love right now and fucking killing them. Yeah. 
And to be honest, I will say now that this one's opened and it's got a little bit of room for oxidation, yeah. I'm probably not going to touch this for a while because we just killed the other one. Yeah. No, I, that's fair. And this is a whiskey of the year, so I'll probably let this one and the B520 sit over there for a little bit. Hopefully get another one. I've got the B523, which I think I'm so angry that I didn't taste it while I was on vacation. I just didn't want to have to travel with it back. No, I get it. Yeah. Because it's so good, and they had like five of them, I could have gone back the next day and grabbed another. And I'm upset that I didn't do that. So here's my big hot take. I don't like this. You're That's okay. Yeah. That's it's, funny. It's something that like even proofing it down, it still drinks too... I can recognize that it's complex. It still drinks so hot that I don't get any of it. It's been the highest proof for sure. Yeah. What has been your favorite thus far? See, this is where I'm not good at A122. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. I'm, I, I have no doubt. That's funny. Uh, I think the third one was my favorite so far. Oh, that's A122. Okay, then it was the second one. <laughs> the B520? Yeah. Yeah, that B520 was really good. It was. I like that one a lot. I agree. It was It was good. Um, Shall we do the last one? I think... No, nah, I think we should just cut it off now. All right. Thanks for joining in, guys. <laughs> Great having you here. No, Until let's next do the last one. Drink it off the air. Here's Bourbon the- hunted. <laughs> I think this one. I have not done up against the C922. I think this one is going to be a pleasant surprise because I think it's going to give us something which we haven't had a lot of with Larceny, and that's some consistency. I think this is going to be one of those ones that... I poured a little more than I wanted. That is a healthy pour, my I friend. I did not mean to do that. Hey, healthy pour. my life. It's your last one. It is. You're fine. It is. <laughs> I am going to have to go urinate. I gave you kind of a hefty one, too. I'm, I'm so sorry. I am okay with that. So sorry. All right. I shall return. All right. I'll Allegedly. pause. No, you really? And Brett has finished sorry. urinating, it is. and he is yeah. back. Did you wash your hands? Oh, shit. I'll pause it again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you actually, you actually, <laughs> I should have known you were joking, but you did it in a way, yeah. the reaction was, seemed <laughs> it was very- It was just ge- genuine it, enough. Yeah, it seemed very genuine, and I was like, oh, shit, fucker. You're in sterile. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know where my wiener's been. <laughs> well, most people's urine is sterile. That's true. Your UTI, it's not. Your urine <laughs> is a biohazard. You're in trouble. <laughs> hey All right, fair enough. All right, so uh, we have note. we have now poured B523. What are the details of this one? They're pronounced deets. Well, sorry, what are the deets of this one? So, <clears throat> excuse me, this is 124.4 proof. 62.2% alcohol by volume. So we are almost at the same proof as the You Do Bourbon, right? Yes. That was 124.9. This is 124.4, okay. five-tenths. Yeah. You know. All right. All right. All right. So 0.25% different. Quick take. The nose on C922 was better than the nose on this. Yes. Yes. But you didn't like C922 overall. I didn't like... Well, the... the the flavor. taste of it the flavor hole really like it did was not the, react yeah well. the the mouth hole was not appreciative quick segue you don't know my favorite noses on any like it's not technically a bourbon but <gasps> it's a rye gasp gasp uh, angels envy yes i know angels envy rye fucking, it smells like it fucking smells like pancakes maple syrup, syrup pancakes <laughs> yeah that's, it that's one why. of the best that's noses fair. i've ever smelled in my life 
continue on back to larceny. Yeah. Well, so uh, if you are a baseball fan, Matt Olson of the Braves just hit his 51st homer of the season to pull even with Andrew Jones on the all-time list. If you're a football fan and you drafted Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> you're sorry screwed. for sucks you. Sucks to suck. <laughs> you know, what really stinks about that is I think, and it sucks because... It's going to be career-ending. I would imagine it has to be career-ending. Yeah. It's like an Achilles, he's 39, right? Yeah, he's 39. And like, why? So you hate to see someone legendary like that go out oh, like yeah. that. Whether you like him or not. Same with Tom Brady. I would have hated to see Tom Brady yeah. go out on an injury. injury. I can't stand him. <clears throat> I I appreciate that he's probably going to go down as the GOAT. One of the greatest. Oh, absolutely. If not the, yeah. he's in the top five 100%. I still love like some quarterbacks before the game changed and became pass-heavy. Yeah. Like Joe Montana. I was going to say when Montana, they started, Dan when they started, Marino. Well, Steve Young, Dan Marino. Yeah. Joe Montana ushered in Joe with Montana. <laughs> he's a good actor. Um, but honestly, Joe Montana ushered in with uh, Bill Walsh that uh, West Coast offense mm-hmm. that everyone, you know, Kurt Warner was another one. Really oh, good. Oh, Kurt Warner, yeah. Very, very, very short career. Was a uh, grocery baggage guy when he got his call to the NFL. <laughs> And ended up going in and having a short but amazing career. Um, you know, just there's a, there's a lot of those quarterbacks out there that I just I have a lot of respect for mm-hmm. that just don't have those same numbers because the game has changed so much. Sure, Brett Favre was a favorite of mine. Brett Favre, Favre, <laughs> like uh, so uh, something about Mary. Yes, when uh, Ben Stiller's Brett Favre. So as a kid i liked brett Favre clearly because only because we had the same name like that was the only reason i liked Favre. <laughs> brett Favre. yeah my last name's Favre too i didn't know that yeah yeah oh. um but then like he becomes like this amazing quarterback and like yeah. it was kind of cool but yeah well and then he went to so the one of the better memes i saw this week was because love who's now the quarterback at green, green bay, bay it said jets fans excited to see that their next quarterback in 12 years or, you know, will be love because yeah. they got Brett Favre. Right. And then they got Aaron, Aaron, Rodgers. Jo- Aaron Rodgers. And then they're like, 12 yeah. years from now, they're going to get love. <laughs> so they were excited to see the debut of their quarterback That's in 12 funny. years type of thing. Um, so it was a pretty good meme. But uh, they've got to be just shitting themselves. But they put a lot of money into him. But like the, the for him draft. to not even yeah. last three plays, I think it was. Four. He lasted four plays. Was it the fourth play? Yeah. Well, I saw another meme today that was great. Who's the quarterback for the Bills? Josh Allen? Yeah. It said, said Josh Allen, after one game, has more receptions to the Jets, Jets. receivers than, <laughs> than uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's sad. So he must have thrown at least an interception yeah, in the game. Yeah, and had more yards. I must have missed that part. But yeah, yeah that's sad. It is, because you don't want to see anyone like that in their career in that way. And because of this, I have a feeling he's going to try to come back, and he's probably going to come back as a backup. He wants to make a name. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be the problem. Um, have you seen this as a minor segue? Someone, I don't know who, but someone like did some AI stuff, and they turned all the NFL quarterbacks into women. I don't know if you've seen this or not. I think I have. It it's is it's been a while, right? Fun, it's been this year. It's not been very long ago. Obviously, we're not going to do it now. But offline, look. Just type into Google like NFL quarterbacks as women. It is fucking hilarious. Ooh. 
I hate to admit this, Tom Brady looks kind of hot. I'm like, what? Aaron Rodgers <laughs> I don't, looks like, I don't know what. I don't think this is recent. Are I th- you sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw this like a year or two well, ago. There was something a year or so ago where uh, someone took the uh, women's soccer, uh, I think it was like the World Cup, one of them, I forget which, which game it actually was, but actually went in and changed all of the women to men in the highlight reel. And so the highlight reel was... That's Tom Brady. Okay. It's it's really not, though. It's uh, an AI of Tom... Yeah, no, I've seen... I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen Have that. Have seen like, that? Because that right. was one where, like, the, uh, the like, highlight reel started to go viral a little bit, and that was when it was like, no, this is the women's team. Like, just all the same plays, like, the, the type of the game was... Oh. Dude, Kirk good. Cousins looks fucking rough. So Kirk Cousins looks really rough. Pat Mahomes looks really rough. Oh, shit. Aaron Rodgers is the worst. <laughs> Look at All Aaron right. Rodgers. Hey, hey, people can't see this. I know, I know. I'm back, right. back to bourbon. Go back to you. Uh, so I. Go ahead. This is probably my favorite taste profile thus far. There's butterscotch in here, mm-hmm. and I'm a butterscotch fan for sure. So. This one, you say this one's your favorite? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say this one's up there. On the taste. I might go with B520 still. The nose on C922, nose wins on that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. The taste for this one, it's got the viscosity. Mm-hmm. Even though it's 124.4, the proof doesn't show itself for me. It doesn't Agreed. finish. This is one of the There's only not much ones. of a finish to it. Yeah. It's one of the only ones where I haven't had like visceral. Yeah. They've all had great viscosity, and this has great viscosity. There's a, a butterscotchy note. There's a um, maybe a toffee note in there. Anybody else? I get uh, the stone fruit in this one a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. I do as well. I get See, some vanilla. I get, I get vanilla caramel. So yeah. maybe some butterscotchy, like you were saying, mm-hmm. type of thing. This is up there for me. I still think B520 is ahead of this. And then I think this really? one and then C922 are my... Which one was B520? The second, <laughs> second one. Okay, yeah. That was one that, that you was, said yeah, earlier. That, that's one I think is still narrowly ahead this one. I mean, a, I might a, do a quick... A122 was like... <laughs> <laughs> I may do a quick pour of that right after this to go back to it because I would like to see... Because sometimes the order in which you do them yeah, affects plays, things. Yes, yes absolutely. Um the, uh, I'm I'm going to say I'm pleasantly surprised, especially knowing what I've read in a lot of the forums about how these have been hit and miss over the years. I've enjoyed all of these. And I know that you didn't like C922. No, and but like I didn't like it. I could still appreciate it. Sure, and that's fair. To me, what stands out about the C922 is I still feel like it was the most complex of all these. It, it's one of those ones that I think if it oxidizes a little bit more and gets oh, yeah. down to the level of these yeah, other yeah. ones, mm-hmm. I think it's going to compete back again with the rest of them. Oh, I, I agree. And I, I did like, I think it was super complex, but I think the proof, like it just was hiding so much of that. I couldn't. Well, and part of the oxidation process is some of that, that softens yeah. some yeah. of that, some of that softens. Um, I would love to do this again. And it sucks that I didn't realize when I agreed to this earlier today that this had actually, that I only had like a half mm. of a pour. Like you and I got not even a half oh, yeah, ounce yeah. each of that C922. That's all that was left in it. I would have killed it a long time ago had I known and opened this one just to let it oxidize a little. So I think the, the I think the harshness of the C922, I don't remember it because I felt like you did a little bit. I felt like it had a little harshness to yeah. it. 
I don't remember the C922 having any harshness. So I I feel like neck pour. As always, it'd be fun to do this <laughs> blind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do is blind and come back and say like, oh, this won this award. This didn't win shit. Like, no, I know. That that, yeah. that does affect you. You're going in knowing that this was a whiskey of the year. Right. This was a whiskey of the year. This was a, a contender for people already this year. This and- was Brett founded on a whim. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it would be fun is to set up a blind, but you don't even know that they're all like this. You think that you're sampling different... Oh, that they're all the same yes, thing? Yes, yes. And then you Just don't realize. Batches. Yes. Yeah, that's an interesting That would be idea. a fun blind like to that. do. I still think the favorite blind I've ever done was the price tag one. Yeah. Or the only information we had was the price tag. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool idea, too. I want to do, I told dude, I want to do bourbon through the ages. And it doesn't have to be a blind. I mean, it could be, but you do a four-year-old, a six-year-old, an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old, and then you get into like a 12, a 15, and a 17, an 18, whatever you have. And what I said is it needs to be all the same mash bill. That's going to be hard to do. That way you kind of, what we talked about a little bit in this episode, it it would be pretty neat. I I thought it might have to be a Buffalo Trace or an Elijah or Or like a Heaven Heaven Hill Hill type of thing. Yeah. um, To to match that. Maybe. Knob Creek. Because they have Knob a Creek 12, has that 15, and they have an 18. They have an 18 year. now, too, which oh, was actually the 15 we didn't like so much. We didn't like the Although 15. the last time we had the 15, we actually we enjoyed liked it. it better. Really? Yeah. So the first time we had the 15, it was a fresh crack, too, which didn't, didn't like help. it. Okay. But the second time, you're right. Yeah, we, we did. Like, wow. I'll have to revisit that because I like the Knob Creek 12 year is still one oh, of my I favorite bourbons of you all time. I find it right now. I want one so bad. I got one. Jeff said he was going to get me one. You just can't find them on the stores right now, on the shelves right now. So. I think that's a good idea. Knob Creek would be a decent example of that. I mm-hmm. do know the Knob Creek 18 year they are offering as uh, samples when you take a tour. Mm-hmm. We go to Knob Creek. Knob uh, Creek but, is not a place. Well, it's part of Jim Beam. Yeah, yeah. there you go. But, but that's that also good. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. That is also uh, speaks to the quality of it. Jim Beam, you don't like Jim Beam? Well, no, 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 no. Creek the 18. fact that they're putting it on like, the tour. That is oh, a, like, oh, oh, I get, I get a taste you. it on a tour. Yeah, because uh, like they don't do, they didn't do that with the twelve or the fifteen. You know, we've okay. never on our trip. We've never, never done gone beam. To, to Beam. We should do Beam. When I was in, school, I've never been to Beam. I've, I've also been only there. been down there once. So that was the big thing. So I went to school in Kentucky. I've said this before. And where did, you where went did, to school in Kentucky. Where did you go to school? Moorhead. Repeating. Yes, Moorhead. Repeating. He was repeating it. Every party he went to. We'll talk offline. Anyway, <laughs> um, you were not in my, I was in a fraternity. I said this earlier, same as Will Ferrell, Matthew, whatever. You were not allowed to drink Jack Daniels. That was Tennessee whiskey. You would be ostracized. Ra- yes, raked over the coals, as they say. You had to drink Jim Beam or a Kentucky bourbon. You could not drink Tennessee whiskey. Hmm. That was a big thing with the locals, right? There was a lot of locals. Well, there's right, a lot the of local pride when you're in yeah. when you're when you're born, raised, and grow up. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Go to school. When you, Kentucky people really, and and you'll find people yeah. in Kentucky who swear they just don't know, but they swear that bourbon can only come from made Kentucky. in Kentucky. Yeah, that so, it has to be made in Kentucky. It's not bourbon otherwise. And I'm like, that's not Knob true. Creek yeah. was a high end product. They'd be like, oh, mm. someone brought Knob Creek. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Maker's Mark, Knob Creek. Those it still high is. End I mean, it would, yeah. They have high-end yeah. options, you know. Um, Woodford Reserve, Double Oak yeah. was a, was yeah. a you know, higher-end 
You know, I Woodford, Woodford just regular Woodford was a high end. Well, it, it, it just looked nice, right? Yeah. It's a nice it also, bottle. It has like, a little price tag, like 40, 50 that's bucks. That's like yeah. in college, middle shelf yeah, yeah, is high, high end. end. Right. That's the like, absolutely. Oh, because shit, other, you brought otherwise, this. you're drinking, you know, $13. Like, yeah. You know, Low I used to drink you can Ezra buy it at Brooks. CBS. Evan Williams, yeah. Ezra Brooks. Ezra Brooks was $13. It came with a cork, and we'd be like, Dude, it came with a cork. That that was the mark. That was the thing. If it we, came with a cork, we've made it. Yeah, we've made it. We've yeah. got cork money for real. <laughs> it was a legit money. thing. Uh, Lantons was sitting beside it for probably forty eight dollars. Yeah, and we were like, Whoa, yeah, fuck whatever. that noise. Hey, forty eight dollars. They both have a cork. Let's go with right. The, exactly. Let's go with the sub twenty. Exactly. Let's go with the sub twenty. All right, guys. So uh, let's do a real quick recap, if you can remember. Quick rating. And go. Oh, gosh. So I still think the C922 overall was my favorite. I know I said I thought that the, I'm sorry, B23 was a notch better, but I still think I'm going C922. The nose probably pushed it over for I you. think it is. Yeah. Then we'll go with the B523. Correct. Then I think I go B520. B520. Um, then A122. A122, and I'm going to put Udo Bourbon last. I'm I think sorry. we can all agree that the Udo Bourbon is probably the last of all these, I, I would say. I'd say, for me, it's neck and neck with your A122, but your A122 edges it out, um, which, whatever. Part of that larceny-wide experience was, was the experience. Right. And it was good, and I still enjoy the bottle, but, yeah, I agree. I think it was probably my least. For me, the B520 is number one. The Oh, over the C922. The B520. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Wow. The C922 and the B523 are, in my opinion, neck and neck. I'm going to give the edge to C922 because of its complexity. I, I honestly think that's one I can sit down with all night. I've said this already, but I can sit down with it all night. And I think it's just going to evolve throughout the evening. And I think... This is a fresh crack. Now that it's down to the shoulders, I feel like it's going to oxidize. It's going to get even better. It's going yeah. to soften up just a little bit where it needs to, and I think it's going to really start to shine in about a month or so. Um, from there, your A122 and then my Y122. But the A122, none of them were bad. That's the first thing I want to say. None of them yeah, were bad. Agree. Um, you might feel differently about the C922, but I, I don't think any of them were bad. I think they were all good to really good. And this I we had, we should have done this earlier. This was a this was a mm -hmm. good um it's a good lineup. Yeah, and I I mean we couldn't have done it earlier. I got that larceny on vacation just a couple of weeks ago, so I like that you said you got that larceny pointing to five bottles of larceny. No, that one. <laughs> but uh and I'm I'm just I'm more upset I think that I didn't get a second bottle of that and that I didn't open it while I was on vacation. And you know why I didn't? Because on my way down to vacation, I found two bottles of. What did you find two bottles of on the way to vacation? Early times bottle of Mon. Uh, Remember the two different yeah, bottles that are taller? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw top versus. I didn't realize that you picked those up at the same time. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one has like a black screw top and one's like a tin, mm. like metallic. Yeah, and it was uh, the the black plastic screw top versus a metallic yeah. bluish. And so it's the difference is, is on the back of the new ones, it actually says Sazerac as opposed to early times uh, bottled and bond or something like that. I have, an, I have one that's from like 2020, 2021, something like that. It's old as fuck. I haven't opened it. Yeah. Because I so, love it. 
But I bought those two bottles of early times. I bought an old Forster 100, turned it into a, a freezer, oh, yeah. old fashioned. Yep. And then I bought the Larceny B523, and I bought the Elijah Craig B523, which I have not opened yet. Hmm. I had a pretty good trip. That's of, a good. That's, that's a, good a good haul. Yep. I mean, trip. two early times bottled and bonds. I would have been happy with just that. And you know what I found on the shelf? And I'm mad. I'm kicking myself that I didn't buy them. They had two bottles of WB Saffle. Oh, I like those a lot. They don't make them anymore. Yeah, those are really good. I have one at home that's like half full that I like savor. I have one that's unopened back here. Nice. And there, I I thought I had two. I got home and I realized I only had one. Mm-hmm. And it was at the same store that I bought myself one. And I think I bought you, you bought one. bought me last one. Year. Yep. Yep. And it was at the same store they had two. They might be the last two in existence in a store. Because they don't make them anymore. Yeah, it I'm, was the the whiskey barons collection from uh, from Wild, Wild Turkey. Turkey. In about three weeks, two weeks, two and a half weeks. I don't know. I'm traveling internationally, and I'm intrigued to see what's in the duty free store. So we'll see. Ooh. Are you are you going to roll the dice, not take anything with you, yep. and just I'm buy roll the it dice and buy it at the duty free? You know what? Worst case scenario, you end up going with some, some makers or something. Beam or makers, makers yeah. whatever. Yep. You'll get makers or beam. Yep. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if you got Makers 101. I'm okay with it. It's going to be cold. That's a nice, like, warm vanilla. Where are you going? Iceland. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Spending a, I'm well, spending a week year, in a fucking van, dude. This year, it won't, this time right. of year, it shouldn't be cold. Voluntarily? Off the grid. Off the grid, living in a van and for a week. This time of year, it shouldn't be cold, but you're probably not going to see the northern no, lights. No, they say you? September, October is prime Aurora Borealis. So you're going to get the Aurora Borealis. Nice. They say. When are you going? September 29th to whenever the next seven days are. <laughs> and that's the week you said you're not going to be here. Correct. To September 36th. <laughs> to October 6th. All right. There you go. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that yeah. is awesome. That, yeah. That'll be fun. I can't. Did you play around with that camera yet? Nope. On the list. Play around with it. On the Let list. Let me know. Yep. It yep. should be fine. My dad, a- my, it's my dad's old camera. From his dental practice, it's probably only been used for less than a thousand pictures. What type of camera is it? It is a D30. Maybe. I know I want to do long exposure Canon, photos for Canon. some astrophotography. I think so, it was a Canon D30, maybe. Did I tell you that like, I got into D60. astrophotography? Oh, no. Okay. Let's so, talk offline. Uh, yeah, we'll talk offline. Do you want the stuff to hook a telescope up to it? <laughs> I just fell asleep. What? Yep. <laughs> Hey, no. Hey, hold on. Shaking my head, yes. <laughs> so before we completely nerd out and lose yeah, yeah. our audience, <laughs> thanks for joining Sorry, in, guys. guys. Uh, Larceny, hopefully you enjoyed some uh, of the information. My ranking was two, oh, yeah. five. Shit, you, didn't hear, <laughs> you didn't hear your ranking? Shit, go ahead. Uh, whichever uh, poor number two was, because I don't remember any Poor number things. two was B520. Yep. Uh, yep. Then poor number five was a close second for me. Uh, that was the B523. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. I'm going to put poor number three. or. F- Four, the one that like a one twenty two, whichever one like I did not, whichever one that like it, I loved the nose of it. It yeah. was super complex. Well, I you respected. you liked the that's nose C9, of C nine. That, that, that was three. That was three. So, so that one I'm putting is my number three. Then the <sighs> Brett's. So my four five stay it's the like same. A roller coaster that's okay. for you. I know. What the fuck ever. <laughs> <laughs> like it was good, and that's the whole like I can I can respect what that bourbon is and what it is trying to do. Got it. Uh, the nose was one of the best noses I've ever had. And for me, it was just too too spicy to get any of the complexity yeah, out of fair. it. that's fair. I got it. That's my take. I'm hip to what's yeah. your action. 
All right, guys. Thanks for joining in. We will uh, be back next week. I don't know what we're doing next week. However, two weeks from now, two weeks from now, I think we're going to be doing the entire Old Forester 117 line. It's fantastic. Um, So that'll be fun. We'll uh, we'll have to. Is Jackie coming? She was breathing heavy. I thought I thought she said she was going to show up. I don't think she's associated with oh, Old Forester anymore. She's in my, my basement still. Never mind. Oh, is that why I haven't seen, That's you haven't seen her on social media? Instagram. She's locked in my basement. It's okay. Um, feed her Pop-Tarts. Right. <laughs> so, uh, feeding her Pop-Tarts. That's great. <laughs> anyway, figure out next week when you see the title. We'll put it in the title what we're doing. Um, we don't even know yet, but two weeks from now, I do know. Two maybe, weeks. maybe we'll do the Four Roses 10 Recipe Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That that'll be that's a good that, one. That'll be a rough evening. Ten ten drinks. They're small though. There's there's a little vials, but yeah, but we'll we'll use those ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's still ten. True. All right, guys. Thanks for joining in. Catch us next week. Have a good one. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.